Hello and welcome to the lineup featured yeah. from True Blue LA. I almost did that in the uh, ESPN announcer voice. I don't know why. Brought to you by. <laughs> welcome to True Blue LA. Uh, we're here. The season is over. It's over. We're done. Okay. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll, See we'll you next year. You. Spring yeah. training is in. Hey, there's uh, this. Uh, they should come up with a catchier name than the games that are after the season. Uh, but that's that's what's here. The Dodgers uh, don't have to play in uh, two or three of them. Uh, that's starting on Friday. That's exciting. That's right. Uh, they, none of their games will be wild by definition. So we, <laughs> it's going to be smooth sailing from here on out. No, no consternation. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows watching the postseason, famously calm. Uh, yeah, me, yeah. me especially. I, I, yeah. I can't get enough of Dodger playoff I, baseball. I was trying to wonder if who's worse. Uh, who like who do who who yep. is the person who is most affected by games negatively? It's like you or Jerry West. Yeah, basically. <laughs> obviously different sports, but like just absolutely torn apart. Uh, me. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to preview. I, even though the Dodgers aren't playing in it, they're either they're indirectly affected by it. So we're going to preview the wild card and our last sort of regular episode before we go in in a bit of hyperdrive and really churn them out during during the playoffs. Pew 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 pew. Right. Uh, so we're going to yeah. have almost as many episodes as the Dodgers had wins. No, maybe not. Maybe a little, little, little bit less, but it's going to be close. That, hey, that so. means they're winning, and I will take it. We'll have that. Questions from Craig after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So it's kind of a, a picket fence record, if you will, for the dog. Oh. At least win total, I should say. 
Yeah, uh, and I, I, I'd like to think of it as an homage to my hometown with Highway 111 running through Palm Springs. And they won 111 games. Uh, definitely wasn't worrying about having saved a Wikimedia Commons picture of California Highway 111 <laughs> four days ago and then waiting, <laughs> waiting for them to win that 111th game, but they finally did. Imagine being mad at the Dodgers just had they lost four straight to end the season and be they only won one ten. <laughs> what a bunch of dorks. And uh, you, you kind of get it. You don't want to end it, yeah. even though there's no real rationale to it. Sure. Uh, and, you know, Oral and Joe were kind of making, not excuses, but, like, at the same time, like, they're not playing for anything. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and there's, you know, so only so much emotion. You can you could argue that, you know, oh, if they were real professionals, they wouldn't need that edge. But whatever. They're humans. And they uh, yeah. won 111 games, and they still looked fine outside of, like, three or so games. So, 100, 111 games, put that in perspective. Obviously, um, before 1961, it was 154-game schedule. And then if you go way, way back, it was fewer. But, like, only four teams – or only four other teams have won 111 games ever in Major League Baseball. So, like, that's pretty wild. And – uh yeah, I don't know. It seems pretty cool. And only one National League team, and that was the 1906 Cubs, uh, who who um, won 116. So Eric Era. Uh, the, <laughs> that's it's harsh. <laughs> um, they were the uh, wait no the Cubs weren't. Um, wait, were they? Oh, the wait. I always mix this up. The White Sox, I think, were the hitless wonders that year that upset the Cubs in the in the World Series. Um, I know they upset the. I don't remember which team was the hitless one. I'm pretty sure it was the White Sox, but yeah. Um, so the Dodgers. The so you talked about like, you know, sort of picking it up. Like uh, Freddie Freeman, like was like leading in batting average for like, I think like a month and a half or something. As of Sunday, he was still leading, and then but like Jeff McNeil was getting pretty hot for the Mets, and he just kept um, getting closer, and then Freeman. Um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday went 0 for 12. And then so he sort of plummeted. So he comes into today on Wednesday. We're recording Wednesday night after all the games. Every game was a day game today. Um, McNeil was out of the Mets lineup. And so if he didn't play, Freeman would have had to go four for four. And and then like so naturally Freeman double homer first two at bats. And but then he made an out. So it's like, okay, he's not gonna get it at this point. But then you're thinking like well, if it goes like you know, he can go like five for six or whatever, or you know, I, but but then like yeah, he so it's pretty obvious he wasn't going to get it, but so like that kind of stuff. But it was funny just to see sort of the um, sort of the tying up of loose ends on a lot of this. Freeman did get another hit later. His third hit of the game uh, drove in his hundredth run of the season, which he's been uh, you know staying as a goal. Trey Turner, who's you know you don't think of Trey Turner as like a run producer, although he hit second or third all year, so. Um, that was, that was part of it, but he had, he was sitting on 97 RBIs, um, like three weeks ago and he didn't drive in a run for 18 games. And like, it was 80 plate appearances before, uh, Wednesday when he hit a three run home run conveniently to get him a hundred on the dot. Um, and then, uh, so Freeman, he didn't, so he, he ends up going three for four. He hit 325, Jeff McNeil. Sat out, hit 326, so he wins the batting title. Um, Freddie Freeman uh, did win. Uh, he led the league in on-base percentage. He beat out 
uh, Paul Goldschmidt and Juan Soto. Those were the only other two over 400. Freeman was 407. Um, I thought so. Freeman, like, just generally was. We talked about this. He he was sort of our pick for MVP, just given he he played more than Mookie Betts. Like, obviously, Mookie Betts is dynamic and did, did a lot of stuff. But um, so Freeman ended up leading the league in hits, uh, 199. He led the majors in hits. So he, he that was another thing he needed four hits to get to 200. So like that was a thing. So 199. He led the league in doubles, 47. That was also the majors. Um, and then um, he let. What else did he lead in? Am I blanking on something? I don't. Oh, he and Mookie Betts tied for the league lead in runs. Uh, the Dodgers also led the league in uh, had the league leader in singles, which was Trey Turner, one more than. Freddie Freeman, and triples. Gavin Lux tied with uh, Brandon Nimmo. Gavin Lux had seven triples like two months ago. <laughs> Got hurt for a while. Didn't Hasn't hit a triple in a while, but still uh, led the league. Um, so another weird thing. So the Dodgers are the first team ever to lead their league in runs scored and fewest runs allowed for five straight years. This <laughs> is insane stat. Like, that shouldn't happen. Like, how, do, how does that happen? They led the league in doubles for the first time since 1955. Um, they're, they were plus 334. So on average, on average, they outscored teams by more than two runs a game <laughs> over an entire <laughs> season, which is insanity. Um, so three, 334 is tied for the fourth best uh, run differential ever. And it is the best since uh, integration. <laughs> So, like, they're incredible, um, turns out. Um, and it's interesting, yeah. sort of a one Twitter factor that was going around was playoff odds from Fangraphs, and they were actually ranked below the Mets. And it's interesting to kind of guess or piece together why that could be. You could argue it's sort of the road. Uh, at, at the time, I think the Mets might have been leading the division. So I wonder, actually, I should mm. check. Uh, maybe I will, um, while you talk. But, uh I think another thing that I had saw speculated, I didn't look directly into it, but was that Fangriff doesn't really believe in the Dodgers run suppression, which you could, this, this is what the Giants ran into all of last year as well, right? It's just, yeah. they never convert, you know, Fangriff can sometimes be slow to come around on certain players away from what the initial projections are. Someone like say Tyler Anderson, but at the same time, considering just how, Historic the team is be. I was still kind of surprised it hadn't swung the other way. So the the yeah, the weird thing. So the Dodgers like it's not like they're not striking people out. I, I forget they're they're like in the top six or seven in the majors in strikeout rate. So kind of thing. But they're like incredible at limiting contact, like hard contact, you know. And so you you limit hard contact, and then you have like I think a generally great like team defense. You could argue that. They don't have the best individual defenders in some spots, like Mookie Betts. Cody Bellinger's numbers are like up and down, but like he's still considered very good in center. Um, but then, like, just their positioning is excellent, and they generally are the best at turning batted balls into outs. Whether it's in a combination of like limiting contact, like like Tyler Anderson, right? You wouldn't expect like it's it's one I can you can understand where like. Okay, is he really a 257 ERA guy, you know, like that kind of thing? But the, the way he pitched, yeah, because like he he had the lowest among like essentially starters. 
there's some relievers who are better than him, but he had the lowest average exit velocity, 85 miles an hour, and the lowest hard hit rate among pitchers in the majors. So like, when you when people aren't hitting the ball hard off you, even if you're not like striking out a ton, that's a thing. Like that's that is magical, and like it works, right? You obviously strikeouts, home runs, all that kind of stuff are paramount in like closer games and like you know and in the easier and stuff, to yeah. translate into yeah. stats that go into things like playoffs off just to get up to date checking it now um astros lead with 17.1 and then the braves and dodgers are tied at 15.1 um so the 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 part about the dodger two you could argue so like the dodgers i would argue are are like the best they are the best team right like mm-hmm. however i think maybe where they get dinged a little bit is because is that they play either the Mets or the Padres, while the Braves play either the Phillies or Cardinals, right. which is like the and I th- and like, and I would imagine it's some amount of Fangraphs. Just generally, the underlying stats like the Mets a little bit more. So when the Mets were leading the division, that's what pushed them above the Dodgers, and it wasn't by much; it was by a percentage point or two. So I, I forgot to note to the Dodgers. Um, so they ended up giving up five hundred and thirteen runs. It was three point one seven per game. It's the lowest total in the majors uh, since 1972, <laughs> um, and yeah, so like their their run suppression is wild, like it's 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 crazy, but and then they're also like again really good on offense. So like yeah, it was um, you don't expect like I, I I still have a hard time like reconciling them winning so often. Like 111 wins is hard to fathom. It obviously it's built or like like built up a little bit by the fact that their last two full seasons, they won 106. So it's not like it's out of nowhere, like the giants last year or something, you know? So like they are legitimately excellent, I think. And they're just, they're having like their best year in in that regard, you know, 2020, they were probably, they were probably playing uh, better, you know, in that stretch, but like, it's one thing to do that over 60 games but to like continue it over 162 makes it like more impressive, obviously. But like, yeah, just this is just it's just an amazing run like they're on, and it's 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 been fun to watch. And it'll you know they still have a lot. There's a lot left to watch. So like, hopefully a lot uh, of a be, lot. Uh, but speaking yeah. of maybe, you know, I love watching regular season Dodgers. So that that's probably my my most enjoyable baseball watching experience. And as noted before, I hate watching playoff games. I do, especially now that they they won in 2020. I I watched every game last year, and I probably will if I'm not busy with my travel plans uh, this year. But you know what baseball I love watching is playoff Mm. baseball where the Dodgers aren't. It's not. (laughs) Buddy, do I have something for you? (laughs) I have three days of baseball for you this weekend, my friend. Intense. Uh, high stress and not for me <laughs> oh so you get the fun. um you get the 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 two straight days of four games because it's best of three so they're guaranteed to go oh, two we're games gonna get and, three and, straight days of four games calling it now i believe yeah i didn't see dave roberts post game on wednesday but like I, maybe he said this Tuesday because that's when it became official that the Padres would play the Mets. But he was, I think he basically said, like, he just wants that series to go full three games. And you know, no kind of Manfred like, runner, so they can go in the extra. These could be three 20 inning games, Eric. Oh, man. Tw- 20 innings. <laughs> 60 innings of baseball coming up. Oof. Yeah. So I, I think what we should do is pick 
the winners in the wild card because we are famously like dead on accurate on most yeah, of our predictions. We, so well, yeah, we we recapped last last week and we it was just like wow, another white one. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, we're I think yeah we're like you know at ninety seven point eight percent. Yeah, like you got it. You gotta you gotta fake it sometimes just to make the listener yeah. feel like they can compete. That's right. Um, so I think what we're going to do. That's why I'm so bad at trivia. Is I I just feel <laughs> I don't want people to feel bad. You. Um, so I think we should pick, but I think the, the I think we should do it like draft style, where you you get to pick one series oh. and then I, I have to take the other one, and okay. then I pick the next series and you take the other one. Do you, what do you think? Yeah, that sure, works? sure, sure. Let's. I I am going to hope that we end with Mets and Padres just so we can, you know, segue that into looking at how the Dodgers kind of match up, but I'll take Cardinals and Phillies. And I think this will be, I'll be really interested to see if any of us take the not home team. I'll be really so, interested so to I see think, by that. So yeah, that's a quirk of the wild card. We should mention every game is at the higher seed. So if it goes full three games, it's all in one park and it's at the, the home, the, so seat. I I will take the Cardinals. Um, although so I think I think we should also say how many games and how many games the Cardinals will win game two and three. Whoa, that's specific. Okay, so you um, you have Cardinals in three games. So I'm gonna take. Wow. Okay, so Phillies are like the maximum chaos. Like, so it seems almost impossible that they would. And also, it's in St. Louis. You're going to get all the Albert Pujols stuff. Mm-hmm. That said, just to be weird, Phillies in two. Wow. Wow. Yeah. The winner of that series plays the Braves, by the way, which we mentioned. Okay, so I get to pick one, and we're, we're going to leave the Mets Padres for last. Um, so I will – so I'll go with the um, – you know what? No. Yeah. I'm, okay. So Guardians Rays. When when the the matchups came out, they were finalized on Tuesday, I believe. You knew the the, the t- game times came out Wednesday. You knew as soon as you saw Guardians Rays that they were going to get the early game every day, because <laughs> like, like uh, nope. baseball fever. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I'm gonna take so Cleveland feel good story. Um, Youngest team in the league, I believe, uh, playing pretty well. Tremendous y- pitching. Young, youngest team in uh, the majors or AAA. Wow. Was a often or quoted I source. Joe Davis, blame him if it's not true. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, that, that should be our tagline on this podcast. Blame, blame Joe Davis. Davis. <laughs> um, so I think I almost want to – I want – you know what? I'm just going to pick the Rays because they're annoying. Like, they're like they're just good to spite people sometimes. So, I'm going to take the Rays in three. I think Guardians are – Guardians, where, where did that come from? Guardians. <laughs> the, the Guardinals. <laughs> uh, I think they're just a good team. They're going to they're gonna do it. I already predicted that every game, series is going three, even though I don't actually, Whoa. I think, believe that. But I just sure. want four games on, on Sunday. So uh, you get, the you Guardians get three. Jays, yeah. You get to pick the team for Blue Jays marriage. Oh, oh speaking this... of that, did, did yeah, you see the Cal Raleigh walk-off to, to clinch the Mariners? I did. I did. One of the most joyous baseball <laughs> moments I can remember seeing. That was incredible. Uh, 
this series is going to be fun, right? What two yeah. fun teams, uh, really eager and excited, two very good teams. Yeah. <sighs> you got old I, friends uh, galore I on the Blue Jays. I'm going to, I'm going to, I wondered if anyone would go uh, against the higher seed. Uh, I have, I have the time. The lower, or no, I, no, I, no, I know. I'm I just saying. I said yeah. that because I, I didn't think I would, yeah. but I will hear the Mariners in three. So I, I was hoping you would take the Blue Jays because I wanted to be the guy rooting for the Mariners to get a uh. game and, and by winning. Um, so yeah, I guess so. You, you say Mariners in three. So you're, you're doing every three. So I'm gonna say just to go full opposite on that, Blue Jays in two, crushing okay. dreams. <laughs> Congratulations on making the playoffs. So you don't get a home game, and you don't even get a third road game. Get out of here. Um, okay, so that leaves Mets and Padres. So we should talk about this. So since we last recorded, so the Mets were in like not control, but they were they were in first place the most number of days, and even last year too. Like, and they didn't. They they went into the series this past weekend against the Braves, just needing to not be swept, and they were looking pretty good. Yep. And guess what? Yeah. <laughs> in a true Mets swept. fashion. So Sunday, so there's no games 163 anymore because of the tiebreakers and stuff. Um, however, Sunday was like one of the better swing games in recent memory because so it's so late in the season. Uh, the teams were tied atop the division entering Sunday, and the season series was nine to nine. So it was a it was a rare three magic number game. Um like you know, the the Braves mm-hmm. went into it with a magic number of four, but then because they won, it went down to one. Had the Mets won, they would have clinched the division on Tuesday, <laughs> you know, just basically like the Braves did because of how it sort of played out. But like, yeah, what a what a tremendous swing! So the Braves swept. So the Mets are, and, and so you know, the Mets' biggest calling card is uh, Degrom and Scherzer up top, right? Like. And then the Braves just stuck it to both of them. Like, you know, they didn't pitch like that badly, but they lost. Like, um, so the Mets are better than the Padres. The Padres, specifically the three pitchers going in the series, you Darvish, um, Blake Snell, and Joe Musgrove. Snell, like, especially down the stretch, was really good. Um, I think they can match them pitching wise. Now, both have trouble on offense. Uh, so that's going to be a problem. Obviously, the Mets have um, home field advantage. They have Edwin Diaz at the back end. Um, so it would – the prudent play would be to pick the Mets yeah. because that's that's the, the favorite and, like, probably should happen. But I, th- I think it would be fun – to have a Dodgers Padres series again, just no. to, just for the weirdness of it. So, I'm, <laughs> whatever I'm, is I'm the going. least, so you you are rooting for exciting and exciting. I have gone on record as I want sweeps of ten to zero every single yep. time the Dodgers play, and so, I want the least consequential opponent. I don't want the Astros. I don't want the Padres. Well, here's the deal about the Mets, right? So, like, it's I'm I, this is totally unfair, but a a a vocal probably tiny percentage of their fan base is freaking out because they lost to the Braves <laughs> when like, look, they got swept. Right. So it's hard to like ignore that. That said, it's not like they collapsed. They, you know, they were, they played well, like down the stretch, 
save for those three games in Atlanta, which say where they should have at least won one. But like the Padres coming in and winning this series would would cause a meltdown. And <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I I for one look forward to ignoring that meltdown. That's clearly going to dominate some timelines. So that with with that said, Padres in two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll stick with the plan, uh, Mets in three. And just to, to clarify, I'm not saying I prefer the Mets yeah. from a, I think they are easier, just from a stress level, losses to Padres hurt more. So uh, speaking of which, so if it is the, you know, I think the big dominating headline, if it were to be the Mets, would, like you said, DeGrom and Scherzer, it would go, if my math was right, Either Bassett or Carrasco. Who would be the fourth? So Bassett, they have. I don't think the. I don't remember if the Mets have actually laid out all three, but I'm pretty sure Bassett is pitching the game three of the wild card series. Right? So should it go? One. Should it go three? Which it will. Yeah. You called it first. <clears throat> right. But and then it would be. Is so it? Think, is it Carrasco fourth? Who who would if Taiwan it goes Walker three? Maybe. Okay. Is he, is he still pitching? Honestly, <laughs> haven't. And yeah. and will be uh, Mets starters. Uh, let's see. Mets probable pitchers. Uh, that's not going to tell me anything. Uh, but whatever. It would be either Bassett or uh, mystery fourth uh pitcher. ESPN has the depth chart. But the point there is that it would Degrom wouldn't be able to pitch till game two, and Scherzer wouldn't be able to pitch, pitch till, till game, game three. three. And then same, same it would for be Darvish and and Musgrove and, or Snell. So like, uh, and for uh them to appear twice, it would be only Degrom on short rest. In uh, game five would be if you were right, to see which which e- which either a I don't think that would happen or b the 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 Dodgers would be at an advantage I think or that's the best time totally to totally right because uh, he would be uh, going against think it would be no not it would be Anderson right no in what game hold on doing math no it would be Urias again Urias yeah so so that's another sort of thing. Dodgers are playing coy with this for some weird reason. Okay, they haven't like named who's game one or game two. We know it's Urias and Kershaw in some order. Like, so uh, here's the thing. Here, I was thinking yeah. about this the other day, just on how they've pitched the playoffs. Not how I would pitch the playoffs the last couple of years, but how they've yeah. pitched it. I think you could give thought to doing Urias game two, so he could pitch on short rest in game five. Again, I don't like it. I don't want to. I don't want to be seen as if I'm endorsing this. But why would you do that? Hey, why would you have done a lot of the stuff they did? Are you saying pitching on short rest in Game Five to start? No, like like. uh, So so my thing on this is like, you have a great bullpen. I know. I know. (laughs) So like, please don't. I think yeah. So that that's that's what's angering me about this. Like, I hear you. Don't just. Like, okay, we're going to be explicit again. Just cut the shit, man. Like, you know, stop fucking around. And, like, and, 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 and I am, I think you may agree with me. Do whatever weird stuff you need to do in game four. Fine. Like, (laughs) at that point, you are doing a glorified bullpen game probably. Short leash with with Tyler Anderson game three. And if that means you need to Dustin May or Tony Gonsolin piggyback, and then you need to do openers and whatever you think is best in game four, cool. You all have the stats. I trust you. Let Urias and Kershaw start. Don't don't pitch them in front of Urias. And, and like, don't pitch them in relief. Do not pitch Kershaw in relief ever. Uh, And, like, don't just don't do it. Like, 
start yep. that? Like, furious? I am okay Robert- with, like, yeah. the bring the starter in to close out the World Series on short rest. Fine. There's literally nothing else yeah. you have to think about from there. And you could argue, like, too, like the NLCS, right? Similar thing. They're going to play, like, seven games in eight yeah. days. There could be a situation towards the end of that where you're like, look, we, we only have a couple guys, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we and so... But, but no, I am on the same page with you. Just it's yeah. what they've done the last few years. So I yeah. wouldn't if they go Kershaw game one. That's what I'm assuming the rationale oh, is. There, there's no question, right? Yeah. That, that's that would be why. Um, but I would say this. So Dave Roberts has spent the better part of the last two months. Every time he's asked about Julio Urias talking about how uh, Urias has been motivated by sort of the lack of respect. It's, it was a joke that he didn't get named to the All-Star team. This is Robert's words, not mine. Um, uh, he should have got more Cy Young consideration last year. I mean, I don't really agree because, like, there were clearly better pitchers on him on his own team, let alone a few others. But it, it, he was in a tough spot. I, I understand where you're somewhat disappointed that he was tied for seventh despite like, yeah. 20 wins <laughs> and all that. I get it. He spent all this time in saying, and then he's clearly, like, in Cy Young consideration this year. All this time saying Julio Urias doesn't get respect, and then you're going to go and say, "No, he's not our game one starter." You've been treating him like your game one starter forever. Like he's your game one starter. Just go with it and like let him start. Yeah. So, so here, here's a stat that I was shocked at because I was looking up something and I don't remember what it was for. Um, but Julio Urias, 22 postseason games in his career for the Dodgers. I know he's bounced around like he had, you know, at different times in his career, he's pitched different roles. And obviously 2020 was unique in how he was used. And he like closed out two the two biggest series they've had in the last decade. Um, he has four starts in the postseason. <laughs> I was shocked at how low that number was. Like he, he's been there, like a regular member of the rotation from like the beginning of the 2020 season and now. So three seasons, right? Three po- and two postseasons. So he, he's had 10 games in the 2020 and 2021 postseasons. And four of those were starts. Six of them were in relief. I was actually shocked by that. Like I know he was like the third starter in 2020. So with the wild card round, that was part of it to like, they used him in relief. Um, I believe in game one. And so I sort of get it, but like, man, and then like, the opener thing last year and then they used him in relief which messed him up like in the nlcs like just let him start man like that's 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 all i want like that's i think they have an excellent deep deep bullpen like just just do it that, that's what they should do i i agree um so speaking uh, before well damn this is a good transition i'll say speaking of the excellent bullpen i have a trivia question for you but before that Roster notes, like, so Chris Taylor's had a neck thing since Saturday. He didn't play the last five games. They're playing, like, uh, I think, intra-squad games Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Dodger Stadium. Um, you're basically getting all the, the like, the Gonsolin, Anderson, um, Heaney group probably going the in-between in that, um, in that those times, and then you're getting all the hitters that bats they need. Chris Taylor's going to go in there. Dustin May's going to be in there. Blake Trinan's going to be in there. So it's it sounds like just reading the tea leaves, like Trinan possible, right? Not not a lock it by any means. Dustin May seems more probable now. It seems like he's been doing okay. Who knows? Um, 
Gonsolin looked pretty good, also rusty in his in his one game this week with the Dodgers, but he's going to probably start. I would imagine he'll start game four, and but maybe only go like four innings, right? Um, so I think since we last talked about the roster, because we kind of yeah. did a little bit of preview on that uh, before, um, Tommy Canely and Yancy Almonte have looked good. Yeah, no, you're great. Like yeah. I would say, like, <laughs> plus and, they had like unique. So Canley is like the the changeup guy, right? And but it's not only the changeup guy; he throws like 97, and his changeup's like 90, or you know, or whatever. So like, it's it's a devastating pitch. And then yeah, Amante was pretty good, like all year, really good all year. Yep. And then you're like, how's he going to do? Because he missed like eight weeks or whatever, two months. And um, but he's looked great since he came back. Uh, so he has he had a what 102 ERA this year in 35 innings. So um, but so what I was going to say is, I I think there was a a brief for a couple days because Chris Taylor had a cortisone shot Monday, so they're like, you know, he might not be ready for the NLCS or NLDS. But Dave Roberts, I think after Tuesday's game, maybe, but certainly on Wednesday, he he said basically, even if Taylor's not ready for the start of the NLDS, he's going to be ready at some point. So like his roster spot's not in danger anymore, right? You weren't. You weren't thinking there was a thought of like, well, there's Miguel Vargas's shot, or mm-hmm. you know, or like like Kevin Pilar is going to be around like this weekend. Uh, James Outman is coming up for like those. They're going to have some minor league pitchers uh, too in those like simulated games and intersquad games and stuff. Um, so, so the roster, I think it's it's pretty much like we've talked about for a while. Now it really is just a matter of how they decide on the relievers because we've talked about Craig Kimbrell. So uh, you don't think there's that. any chance uh, Vargas makes it? Uh, you you mentioned Chris Taylor, but I think Joey Gallo might be the other option you oh. could look at there. Well, so the specifically with so that that's the only like certainty. Literally Tuesday night uh, after Gallo homered, um, Dave Roberts said, "No, he, he's on the playoff roster." Okay, like, did yeah. not see that. So there we yeah, go. Yeah, no, no, breaking so, news. No, but it's one of those things like. But like the way they've used him, it, it, it was pretty obvious. But like, sure, it's weird they're being cagey with some stuff, and then he sure. just come, he just kind of came so, out post game and said that. Like, so going back to relievers, I'm gonna, so you have your three starters: uh, Urias, Kershaw, and uh, Anderson. I'm going to yeah. list off, uh, and that so that leaves ten pitchers. I'm yeah. going to list off nine names, and I want you to tell me if you think any of them aren't making it or have a chance of not making it. Okay. Uh huh. Heaney, May. Gonsolin, Phillips, Vessia, Canely, Gratterall, Almonte, Chris Martin. Um, I th- hmm. May is is the least likely to make it, okay. but I think he's in. Okay, so if if we assume those nine names, that yeah. leaves Price, Ferguson, Trinan, and Kimbrell for the tenth role. Is that right? Am I forgetting anyone? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then to me, that's a if Trinan, if he's healthy. Um, and and even if it's a risky right, because you know if he they pitch him once and he's because one of the things they're probably concerned about is his ability to recover. But at that point, yeah. you could IL him, um, and obviously he's out at that point for the NLCS. But um, and then I go training if he's healthy, and I think David Price. Wait, but where are you? You listed nine names. I listed nine names plus thirty, that's- so that's twelve. And you, they get thirteen, right? Yeah. So, so we have but, one name. I'm saying Trinan if healthy, and if not, Price. Oh, gotcha. I was like, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah I don't know what to make of that. Like, so I think 
And I think Trinan's probably not healthy. <laughs> just oh, just yeah. given how it, I, that's I, been going. I think he's he's probably like not long shot's probably a strong word, but I think he's less likely to make it for yep. the NLDS. That's my guess. Um, I do think they would take one of Ferguson or Price to have a second lefty, uh, like an actual reliever, as opposed to Heaney, who's like the sort of the piggyback long guy. Um, so like. And I guess it really depends how May looks because he's the wild, like sure. one of the big wild cards, right? Like, you could you could be fine with not having a second lefty, like if if you have other options and all this. And and really, and then it it comes down to like we, we've because Kimbrel has looked pretty bad for a while, and then you know he's been pitching in like low leverage stuff, but like he pitched in two games in the last three days and. Uh, he struck out five or six batters, so he's back. He's back, and so like, <laughs> who knows? But like, I think that kind of stuff, like that, those like back, like that'll be interesting to see how they sort of maneuver that. And like, but uh, the other day, I think Roberts was saying Dustin May is not a lot to make it, even if he's healthy. So like, okay, um, but that that's who knows? Like maybe he looks great this weekend. So like. Uh, but yeah, it is. It, it 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 was not shocking. It was just weird that they said it out loud about Gallo. Like he's like, no, no, he's on the roster. <laughs> he's like, what? All right, that's that's funny. So um, back to the pitching for a second. One mm-hmm. of the names. One of the names you mentioned is an answer to this. Um, okay. Which Dodger pitched in the most games in twenty twenty two? Oh, okay. I will take a guess after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Which pitcher pitched in the most games in 2022? You gave me a little hint uh, there that it was someone I mentioned. Because I actually, I actually. You uh, mentioned a bunch of pitchers. So. Uh, yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't mention Phil Bickford. Uh, for I, I, I will tell you uh, he's fourth. Phil Bickford's fourth? Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, I am going to guess Evan Phillips. With 64 games, Evan Phillips, who had the has the lowest ERA in Dodgers history, minimum 40 innings. Wow. <laughs> One, 114. Um, whereas uh, in, in, I believe, 63 innings. Um, whereas Yancy Almonte in his uh, – 35 innings it was 102 didn't qualify <laughs> uh, but so if you go minimum uh, the reason i went minimum 40 is because uh, previous dodgers rewind hank aguirre in 1969 was 0.69 nice uh and but he was in 39 innings so like oh wow you know, but like phillips was like full season reliever right like you know uh 
like Almonte missed two months. It's understandable to sort of limit it there. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so the other, there's two with 63. Uh, one is Craig Kimbrell, and the other is Alex Vessia, who was warming up in the ninth about to tie Evan Phillips, but Caleb Ferguson got out of it uh, <laughs> and, and closed out the game. Uh, and let, let's see, so we got um, outside of the starters, so just go relief appearances, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, I can't count. <laughs> Seven, ten, eleven. So in a uh, man, that's more than I thought. Okay, in fourteenth place, Monster Alberto. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty good. How yep. many appearances? And pretty good. His his season interview is going to be a fun one. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh, that's today's trivia. All right. Hey. Hey, hey, it's time for With Jeans and Craig We love it We love it I gotta do it this time I get, you know, if the Dodgers win on Tuesday I get to hear that song in Dodger Stadium for the first time in wow. a while A while, you, 2019 you I guess okay, I, I, think, say, I yeah. think I win in 2019 I'm pretty sure, yeah, that vaguely sounds right to me <laughs> Uh, I don't know if they won though. I'll have to check my my scorebook if I remember uh, it. Sometimes I forget it. They they split. Pretty sure they split the first two at home. I don't remember which game they won. Oh, they won game one, I believe. Oh, I don't know when I went. Uh, oh. <laughs> it might have been some. Like, oh, I thought game. it was playoffs. Sorry, no, yeah, might have might have been. Oh, was it? We, you went to the Ryu game, the home run game. The, uh, that's Detroit. right. That's right. That was the last yeah. game I went to, and they won. Right. That's the last time it happened. <laughs> You're reading the transcript from the. Uh, all right, here we go. Some trivia for you. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm sure to do better than last week when it was a, just got ran through the ringer. Major League Baseball brought back the best of two out of three wild card series in 2022, and to celebrate, this week's trivia will be about the leaders in this round of the playoffs. There is one player who has hit four home runs in wild card games. And three who have hit three. Eric, can you name these sluggers? Hint. Okay, so they're all active yeah. players. And and this isn't I mean, this can't be Dodgers because they've only played in one, right? This is just this is all of MLB. Uh this is all of MLB. Okay. So and Chris Taylor is the answer to all four. <laughs> no, Justin Turner also homered last year. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So um wildcard game started in twenty twelve. So you have um I guess. Oh, and then they had the wild card series in 2020. Oh, the wild card series. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, for uh, let's. Okay, so you. Hmm. Just mm, nope. Yeah. Let just because. Let's go George Springer. No. He seems to hit a thousand home runs. Um. Okay. So then you had. The Rockies in two straight. The Pirates in were they in three straight wild card games? Andrew McCutcheon? Nope. Um God. Um Yeah, so the twenty twenty part is really messing with me. Um because I don't remember anything about there was, you know, there was eight literally eight series. Uh so, oh, 
all are active. Um, Fernando Tatis. Strike two. Manny Machado. Strike three. You want yeah, hints? Right. You want hints at all? No. All right. No. Your four hitter was is Giancarlo Stanton. Sure. Paul Goldschmidt hit three. Okay. Yasmani Grandal hit three. And Aaron Judge has hit three. I forgot. So um Grandall was in the with the Brewers against the Nationals in twenty nineteen. And I believe he homered in that game. And then he probably did something with the White Sox in twenty twenty. So yeah. No player has recorded a double-digit hit total in wildcard games yet. Can Eric name the leader with nine hits and the the one player with eight hits and two with seven? No. Um, um, Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, no, no. He had. He has. He's on the list. He only had six. Yeah, the, the, I'm not going to do any well in any of these. <laughs> the, the, the 2020 wildcard series was like. I don't know it. Well, we're gonna. Um, t- you want you want hints? Do you want me to just tell you? Yeah, I want hints. Fine. Uh, you have um, a a white sock. Uh, you have player who I have to look. I a player who did it for the Cardinals and the Padres. Double checking real quick um, for the it, excuse me for the Rays and the gosh why did the yeah the Rays and the Padres. Okay, so I'm going to say um, on the hits, I'm going to go with um, Jose Abreu. Uh, no, different different White Sox. Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham is correct. Well, Tommy Pham is the other one, not the White Sox, but yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's, um, it's another star White Sox. It's, an, it's not, you don't have to go too deep. <laughs> um, okay. And why am I like forgetting who their player maybe because they were irrelevant this year and were bad the i the nbc sn chicago deleted the tweet like a month and a half ago but like early in i can't i think it was in march maybe it was in april like right when the season started it was the fresh prince in in an empty living room and is anyone in the division going to show up and then (laughs) and of course the guardians had a lot of fun with that once like once the division um which is me stalling. stalling. stalling yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one of your uh, WBC shortstops for the US of A. Tim Anderson. There you go. Yeah, I was I was about to get to him, but I was. I'm uh, was I'm going to tell you the, the other two. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, a, Dexter Fowler and Jerkson Profar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's going to be. <laughs> my my brain is going. Why is why is Craig asking these obscure questions? And I remember. <laughs> For a Dodgers rewind that we're going to have later oh, uh, yeah. next week. With, uh, well, and I'm like, you're oh, yeah, going to love the next question. Yeah. Only three players have been hit by two or more pitches. Can sure. Eric name these players who took one in the wildest round in the playoffs? Hints: the leader was part of a trade deadline deal between two, two, geez, two, two. Oh, I can't. Two 2022 wildcard teams. There we go. I got it out. Uh, another one will be playing in the wildcard round as a visitor to the Big Apple. Hmm. Juan Soto. Nope. Um, Josh Bell. Nope. Uh, will Myers. Uh, strike three. You have... 
Yeah. Harrison Bader. No one cares. Wilson <laughs> Contreras. Yep. And Jake Cronenworth. Sure. Okay. Five pitchers have recorded 13 or more strikeouts. Surely you can do this. In wild card game appearances, can Eric right. name these hurlers? Note, one did it in just one game. Okay. So I was trying to think about this. The one like major pitching performance I can remember is Madison Bumgarner, but I don't remember how many strikeouts he had. He, so, uh, he's a name on this list. He did it, uh, did it over two games with 16 yeah. strikeouts. Okay. I know he had like a shutout or something in there. Um, so, and then one person had a 13 strikeout game. Holy crap. Um, Very good pitcher did that. I'll let you know. Thanks. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. And then wait, at, can I ask for this picture? Was it in 2020 or was it an, is it an actual? It was in Walker? 2020. Oh, Clinker's there you go. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, I, I got to rub, rub this one in. It's yeah. you miss it. Well, that's the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you've got three names left. You want to, want to take a step? Oh, I thought we were done. Okay. No, <laughs> no I'm done. I don't want to do anymore. I'm done. All right. Garrett I'm Cole, John Lester and you Darvish. John Lester, one of the, that one of the great wild card games that year. Uh, uh, all righty, uh, that's 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 all I have. You're off the hook. You Yay! did terrible. Yep. <laughs> but you usually are. Uh, you. Always, I would. I would not advance to the division. Series. And I and I got my trivia question right today. Now, granted, it was way easier. But <laughs> yep. You nailed it. Yeah. All right. Since you two may have already picked the winners, that's true. My first postseason contest challenge is this one, and Jacob can go first. Thanks. Name the total number of runs scored for all of these games. Oh, my gosh. Closest to the total wins. It's not the Price is Right rules. Okay, so m- minimum eight games, maximum <sighs> 12. Well, we've already talked about it. It's going to be going to be 12. Sure. Well, go, <laughs> going by, if I go by my prediction, it's going to be nine. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I'm, break, okay. I'm literally breaking on a calculator. Sure. Um, uh, you, I have a guess. 50 runs. Wait, 50? Yeah. Were, no, there's two teams playing in these games. Oh, well, yeah, four, four, four average. Okay, no. Um, like what's the average like total run scored in a game in baseball these days? When what is uh, it? Is it like, like six? Four and a, like four and a half. Well, oh, I did oh, four. Per, did, no, I per, did... no per per team. No. Oh okay. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. I'll give you the I'll give you the twenty twenty. Thank you. Two number. Um. No. And and, and it's the playoff. I I I you know a lot of good pitching oh, going in this. Wins and playoffs. I get four point two eight runs per game uh, this year in the regular season per, per team. team. Yeah. Two times. So if it was an A, it would be six A. Uh, I, I already have my number, and I'm not changing it. Uh, right. Well, unless you guess. All right, ninety-five. Okay, my number was uh, was going to be ninety-one. So that's okay. my number. That makes sense because I have more games than you. So, and I also think it's going to pitching. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I do think I was taking but the four number and thinking of one team. He's so mad when they're. There's like so many, too much. <laughs> it's a bunch of pitching. 50 on the dot. Whoa, what an idiot. Why did you say that high? Jeez. All right. Uh, Despite the final few games of the season, the biggest takeaway I have about the 2022 regular season Dodgers was their consistency. 
They just kept on winning series in the second half, even if it became clear they had no challengers. Can you two pick one word each to describe this year's Dodger team best for you? It's password. You and I get to play password. Uh, <laughs> this isn't my real word, but the first one that came to mind was scrum trelescent. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm the forced studio. to make one. Uh, I was going to do a different thing. I'll look it up. Hold on. Um, relentless. That's my one word. Uh, man, I don't know if I would have picked consistent, but that was that has yeah. right there with me, Craig, on, on what I've just like. is how day in and day out, which is not a word unless I add a lot of hyphens. Uh, mm. But uh, um, why did Craig steal my word? I'm really upset with this. We can edit this. Just yeah. <laughs> my, yeah, Craig's word is... Pumpkin. That's a strange word, Greg. I think consistent, but do you think the Dodgers will turn into a pumpkin? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. That's, Craig, that's, what, Cra that's what Craig. That's what Craig said, not me. That's right. Come on now. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna think about this, so it's not a bunch of dead air. But I'll. I'll come back with a good one. Just you wait while I also look up the odd couple password episode. All right. Do either of you have a carnival or arcade game that was your go-to when you wanted to win a prize? Like ski ball, ski ball, or pop a shot, or maybe shooting the water gun at the carnival. Couldn't really ever shoot. Was not a good. I was. I could not throw to a target. I was terrible at ring toss. But it's not like I ever went. To, I didn't go to a lot of carnivals. So like, um, or fairs. Um, so I think this is by age because um, pop a shot is the go-to, um, mostly because. There was a single Papa shot at the Shakey's Pizza in Palm Springs that we would go to um, uh, in the first couple years of high school. This was like pre-driving, um, so like freshman, sophomore year, you know, when we were like just basically had to do everything within walking distance of stuff. Um, and uh, my friend Steve was so good at Papa shot that so they, they had a thing if you get a certain number of points you could win like a, a personal pizza like the little plate size ones that are you know maybe like at the time maybe two bucks or something you know um, but then if you if you got progressively higher scores you can get higher pizza he would regularly win medium pizzas like he was just he was dominant at pop shop but no I, like that's a go-to uh, but younger um, and even, I still like playing it to this day at either like Dave and Buster's now I guess or like old school Chuck E. Cheese or something, skee-ball was fun, was always fun. And I, I really enjoyed that and getting all those damn tickets. So so uh, I have an answer for this. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do this first, then I'll go back to my my, uh, yeah. my word. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to think now, man, I'm doing so many Google searches in this episode. It's the game, this is a, I grew up in Santa Clarita, so Match Mountain right there. So, you know, when I was 14, 15, that was essentially daycare and they just drop me off uh and with a season pass and say go have fun and so the one i was most consistently good at although i lost it at near the end i couldn't repeat my previous success is a game where you have a bunch of like bars that kind of look like checks like a check mark and uh -huh. there's an iron ball there and you have to turn the wheel just in such a way to where it would only fall just a little bit, then you would curve it back up. I'm looking this up. So they're, are, they're like triangles, right? Like uh, they look like a checkbox. I think like it's a, it's a, like a right uh, angle, but then when the bar's up, it's in such a way that the ball can 
uh, stay and they're get, they get progressively longer. So if you go okay. tilt it to the right, it'd fall off. But if you don't immediately turn it back up, it just falls all the way down. Basically, all those are scams, in, in my opinion. Uh, they are, but this was the one I had the most success with. Carnival game ball. Uh, man, how do you do <laughs> that? How do you Google this. Uh, Carnival game fall. Uh, let's see. See if anyone pop any, any that, Google. Wasn't images. that an Adele song? <laughs> I'm getting uh, a bunch of skee ball. It's not skee ball. Get the skee ball away from me. So <laughs> while I look this man, this, this is like all look at any tabs I have opened in this episode. Uh, what you, you're, you and I we've discussed crossword fans. I need a single word that me like the other thing that it's sort of like consistent, but not game in gay out. It was the the lineup just like there were no holes in the lineup and i'm trying to think if there's a good word for that here's the deal with that there were like you know like that but i think but they they had enough to overcome it like that was that was the thing like bellinger was bad yeah was bad turner was bad till like justin turner was like not good until june um i don't know but like no i think in a way, you're right. Like it seems, but even like, even uh, those and uh, uh, like they still it didn't feel like an like an auto out. They felt like I don't know. It, it, it was a way I hadn't felt about a Dodger team in a while. And maybe think, maybe some of that is is produced by the fact that Lux was in the nine hole so often and he was so good. That's kind of creating an illusion of that. But they they on most nights they had six like excellent hitters, right? Like like 120 plus um like wrc plus ops plus whatever um most most nights and some nights seven you know and i and when when muncie and justin turner got hot again it was like eight sometimes so like yeah they were doing they were really really good um yeah i don't know but do you have a do you have a you don't what you have a word i was hoping you would help me come up with a word for that oh um like is it? It's not a descriptor, but just is just length. Is that is that what you're going uh, for? There's my word, length. What a yeah, what a Lawn Dodgers team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was this off here? I'm not gonna. I don't remember his name because I don't remember if you said it. But you mentioned someone being your longest friend, and uh, like that was an interesting way to put it. So like, this is your your longest Dodgers. There you go. So there it is. One of Denver's iconic menu items is the Franklin at the Denver Biscuit Company. It is a biscuit sandwich with fried chicken, bacon, cheddar, <laughs> and sausage or mushroom gravy, plus an additional fried egg. We call it the Good Morning Burger. Now, that being said, a biscuit is not my preferred bread vehicle for breakfast sandwiches uh, because they crumble. My question to you both, biscuit sandwiches, yes or no? If you had a fried chicken sandwich, do you prefer fewer ingredients or more the merrier? Biscuit sandwiches, huge thumbs up. My God, yes. <laughs> yeah. So the thing that I think the almost uh, not that I want it to like crumble in my t- t- at the touch, but the fact that it does crumble and fall apart is one of its greatest yeah. uh, achievements. Like if you have a hot, flaky biscuit like that that is just perfect like that's great like that is that is one of heaven's greatest gifts to to the world um yeah my um you know for a quick so my my quick go-to at mcdonald's is um well see the thing is like i don't 
I don't always if I want to do like a quick breakfast thing there. I I don't always get eggs, but if I do get an egg thing, I get a bacon egg and cheese biscuit because mm. I want the biscuit. But like sometimes though, and then but if I don't get egg, I just get a sausage biscuit. I've never actually gotten a bacon biscuit with no egg. <laughs> they don't like advertise, but I'm sure you can get it. But like sure. Um, but yeah, I, a, 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 just a plain sausage biscuit. And if if you get the biscuit um, at a at a perfect spot, like that's that's heaven. Like that's great. Uh, my go-to is just a plain old sausage biscuit. I love it. Uh, I, yeah. I am not a big McDonald's fans at at all, with like, the exception being yeah. a large diet coke and a sausage biscuit. So yeah. good. Uh, so, they, the McDonald's soda machine is rigged to be extra good. Uh, Yo, for sure. <laughs> the, yeah, they, they've they've unlocked the secret to carbonation. Like they've 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 cracked the code. Um, in terms of fried chicken sandwich, you could actually go like this is making me think like if you if you had a like a large enough biscuit, you could um, imagine a great chicken sandwich with with a biscuit bread like that. That would be amazing. And uh, um, as and I don't know if maybe. Uh... Craig was expecting me to answer this, but I will say, uh, at a Portland restaurant, uh, screen door, which I love, love, love. Um, and Craig, Craig's gone to a couple of times. It is now, I think just biscuits and gravy and chicken is the dish, but it used to be advertised as a fried chicken biscuit sandwich, but the, you know, the chicken was ginormous. You would never actually try to eat this thing as a sandwich. You were fork and knifing it, but it is out of this world. Good. And I uh, need to go to Portland soon. Yeah, biscuits and gravy is another great thing. But in terms of so, for chicken sandwiches though, like I think I'm pretty plain. I I, I don't mind a I don't mind a, some pickle on there, like if you're doing that. But generally, I don't I don't put much on there. You know, like I just if if the chicken is good, just put that on bread. Like <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with that. What do you think? Uh, you know what I think is that I have a sausage biscuit upstairs that i can microwave and have so often when this happens i get angry i don't have access to the thing that i'm now craving and this is uh not not the case i'm excited man you know what i'm not excited about i still don't know the name of this game oh so (laughs) i would on it 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 was a little box and you know it was the best is it it called uh oh no that's the ring okay um you got me excited that you found it no it just says it just says, um, well, there's one that says on the edge, but I don't think that's it. One is just plain ring toss. On the edge. I'm going to look that up. That actually sounds. Now it, ha- it has, if you if you see the picture I'm looking at, it has the the most carnival-y, old-timey uh, look to it possible. Well, on this, on the, oh, no, no, that's not, that's not it. I know, I know so, that kind of a game. That's, that's uh, not it. In looking this up, oh, man, this isn't, okay, so. I'm I'm trying to save this um, picture. I'm going to send it to you. There's one, some, you know, it reminds you of Vegas Vacation, bad movie, but eminently watchable movie. Um, and uh, there's one where they go to like the offshoot casinos uh, in Vegas, and then the games there are just ridiculous. And one of them just pick a number. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but like this one, what made I'm just sending you something, and it's another like it looks like an old timey car- carnival game, and it just says catch a ball, <laughs> <laughs> which is the most perfect carnival game possible. I don't know about you, but uh, so I think I'm gonna go 
play some ring toss. Uh, look for skee ball. I doubt anything. We're recording this on Wednesday night. I don't think any skee ball places open. Any reputable skee ball places <laughs> open right now. Um, so I'm going to have that and a chicken sandwich, and maybe depending on how the night goes, uh, have a sausage biscuit on the way home. So, there you yeah, go. I think that's uh, that's good. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed the season. We will be back uh, at a schedule to be determined for uh, playoff stuff. Sometime but, before uh, the game on Tuesday. Yeah, for sure. But uh, enjoy the off days. Enjoy the stress-free wild card round uh, of watching baseball. And we will talk to you again uh, next week. 